0: Welcome to Uncontained episode 154. I'm your host Aaron Static Render and on the show today my guest comes via recommendation from a past guest of mine Antonio CT and whenever I get a recommendation from a past guest typically typically it's gonna be a good show and this one holds true to that statement. I talked to Rainhill Bjorga, yeah, she's a Norwegian actress slash stunt woman who moved to Hollywood to chase her dreams, but currently is back in Norway and working on a play based on the movie The Last King right now. And uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce it because I will slaughter that, but we talk about what it's like uh, being a st- Dunt person uh, from Norway and also being in a position where you have to promote yourself in Norway because there's the law of Yenta, which is a is a Norwegian law that says basically nobody is better than anybody and nobody should try to rise above everybody else. So we get into talking about that and uh, many, many other things, including a new obsession of hers of falling through glass. So, yeah, it's going to be badass. So plug in your earbuds. This is how Rainhill Bjorga lives uncontained. How are you doing today, Rainhill?
1: Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you, Aaron?
0: I'm doing great. Great. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we were able to make the technology work on this. Uh, <laughs> <I bet. laughs> but Not my strong suit. <laughs> you know and you know you need you need technology like this cuz you're in Norway right now and I'm over here in uh California so uh, that'd yeah, be one heck of a long distance phone call.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would like you to pay that bill.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, forget that, forget that. So, um we'll just jump right off the top. I got uh, introduced to you by uh, Past guest of mine, Antonio CT. And uh, so let's just get started. How do you know Antonio?
1: Yeah, how do I know Antonio? Well, (laughs) we met at school actually. Um, He was studying filmmaking and I was studying acting, and then we took stunt classes together somehow. He was doing that too. So, and that's how we met. And then we worked on a few films together. And after that, we've been partners in crime and a lot of action stuff. So, he's fun to work
0: with very cool very cool so uh what films have you worked with antonio on
1: well we have done a few short films together that uh, one of them went to con film festival and a lot of other festivals too and then we have done a web series called angry girls
0: okay uh,
1: with another girl as well so it's more like slapstick and two women who or girls who end up in like weird situation and start fighting over things. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but a lot of other stuff too. We done some live shows together as well, so he's pretty practical.
0: <laughs> like live stunt shows or
1: Yes, stunt show. We did the um, May the 4th fest last year for uh, Star Wars fans in LA. It was Very at the cool. Riverside. So, yeah, he was playing a Jedi and I was Kylo Ren. They oh had yeah. A live lightsaber battle. So
0: somewhere. how intense is the the battle at say May the 4th?
1: <laughs> it's very intense and it's so cool cuz it's like 2000 people coming to see it and they they love Star Wars, you know? Like <laughs> so they just bring up the energy and then we get more energy and it's crazy. It's so cool.
0: <laughs> very cool. Did you did, like I know with like uh like say Star Wars or even Star Trek people or anywhere there's like comic books where there's a huge like fan following did you feel a pressure to like uphold that character and represent them in a way where like the the fans wouldn't be like that's not what Kylo Ren would do
1: (laughs) absolutely I was studying that character especially because I'm a woman and I was playing a man so I really had to step up my game, but it was it was very challenging but so much fun and I think I got a few good things in there because uh, the crowd was very excited when I <laughs> was on the stage so that was very relieving.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That has to be pretty awesome. So where is uh, May the 4th uh, stunt show held?
1: Uh, it's at the Riverside Live Theatre at the Riverside County. And I have it every year
0: at May 4th. And May the 4th be with you.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, one
0: of those great invented holidays. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> <love it. laughs> so, all right, you're from Norway. You've moved to LA. Now you're yes. back in Norway. So what is it that got yes. you into acting growing up in Norway? What is it that made you, like, I want to be an actor and a stunt woman? Or did mm. one of those come first, and the other just kind of become born out of what you were doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it started with uh, acting because when I went to school, uh, elementary school, we were only thirty people in my whole school, and uh, we went to see plays. We put on plays for the the national. Independence Day and every Christmas and then my mom put me in some musical for kids and yeah so it kind of started with the acting but I was also doing karate and horseback riding and skiing because everybody has to ski in Norway that's a, <laughs> a must
0: <laughs> Is it mainly so, like cross country skiing in Norway or is it downhill skiing because yeah, you think Both actually both Okay
1: both. yeah both is very popular so I learned to fall very early, <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, through the acting, and then I was always interested in in action films, and I'm such a big fan of Jackie Chan, and and like growing up, I was just watching his films, and I was like, this is so cool. I wish I could do that, and somehow uh, after high school, I was thinking like, why not, <laughs> and then. It just started. I was looking for acting schools or stunt schools, and then I ended up in LA because they had this school where they offered stunt classes, and I was like, "This is it. I need to go there." So, You're like
0: I already know how yeah. to fall. Let's just hop on the plane yeah. and uh, go learn how to act, and uh, you know, fall professionally. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Why not get paid for it if you're going to fall anyway?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's that's, right? that's the American way yeah. of thinking.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. I learned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, get to America, you start taking the acting classes, the stunt classes, and, mm-hmm. like, when did you realize, hey, I'm good at this, uh, let's go ahead and take it and try to make something of it?
1: I think... I realized it because I had such a great uh, great teachers, uh, Jack Wang and Yoshi Taniguchi. They are uh, teachers at Stunts in Motion, and they just encouraged me so much. And they were so patient. Uh, I guess it was just fun all the time. When you have fun, you become better faster. I think so. It was just. Love with first sight or something with with the stunts.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, and that makes sense when you have fun with something, you know, you learn it a little bit faster.
1: Exactly.
0: So did you find (laughs) did you find stunts more fun than the actual acting?
1: Yeah, actually, at some point I did because, um, it's more physical. And when I moved to LA, you know, I still have an accent, but it was way worse back then. (laughs) So I f- thought it was a little bit hard to to act well because it, the language was like it wasn't good enough. I thought, but when I was doing stunts, it was just the body language or like motions, so uh, it was easier somehow.
0: Okay. All so, right.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good explanation for that.
0: yeah yeah like falling is uh, an international language where like (laughs) everybody knows what a fall is it doesn't matter if you speak english exactly gaelic norwegian (laughs) or even like uh german or anything like that you all know what falling is um perfect yeah exactly (laughs) <laughs> with all of these shows out now, though, like, with, like, Game of Thrones or even Vikings mm. or something like that, have you, like, uh, done any work on any of them? Like, with uh, a lot of them have, like, English or Norwegian or, like, people mm. of Viking heritage.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't, actually. Yeah. No, I wish, because it's so cool, but now they just finished filming the, the Viking seasons. Uh, but I've been working on more uh live shows and and films actually uh but uh, it would be a dream you know to be in one of those shows it's so much action it's it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) it's like being a kid in a candy store
0: (laughs) there you go there you go so what was that were you gonna say something else i didn't mean to cut you off if you were no no
1: no keep going no i was just all right. thinking about it <laughs>
0: <laughs> just dreaming about dreaming. being a viking
1: little daydream yeah
0: yeah why not right everybody should <laughs> uh <laughs> now you are in norway right now mm-hmm. uh what are you working yeah. on in norway
1: i'm working on a play um it's based on the film on ne- netflix called the last king and um uh, if people haven't seen it, they should. It's so cool. It's about how Norway was gathered under one king during the Viking ages, and then this king was just a baby at this time. So this is the story of how how the good guys saved this baby so he can grow up to be the king
0: okay. to
1: rule Norway as yeah, like as a one country. And uh, in the film, uh, the uh, actor from Game of Thrones, uh, Christophe Hivu, he is one of the lead characters, actually. So, uh, but yeah, so this play is um, it's uh, in the mountains where they shot the film. So they're using the um, actual houses that was in the film on okay. the stage.
0: Very and
1: cool. then, yeah, and then they're using the horses as well. That was in the film because the Vikings were riding a lot. So they're also here. And uh, so it's all outside in the snow. And we have had everything from like uh, 30 degrees to like 15 degrees. Now, and is this Celsius in- or is
0: this uh, Fahrenheit? No,
1: Fahrenheit. Okay. Fahrenheit.
0: No, it's 30 be degrees Celsius, is <laughs> like 80 <laughs> degrees or something like that. I don't yeah, quite right. know that. <laughs> <laughs> but...
1: So it's pretty cold and yeah but it's so cool and uh, the reason why I'm doing it is because last year I saw it and I thought it was the coolest thing I have ever seen. Because right the on. effect they were doing and people were on fire. And it was crazy. And I was just, this is this is what I want to do. This is so cool. And then I was so lucky to be able to be a, a part of it this year. So it's very fun.
0: <laughs> very cool. Very cool. And, like, I can't help but thinking about this. Like, what you were saying, you're out there, like, I don't know, sword fighting and, like, freezing mm-hmm. weather, like 30 degrees, 15 degrees. I'm originally from like the Midwest here in, in the US and it gets uh, like yeah. recently it was like negative 50 with wind chill. Um, so like what I'm asking is like with you out there sword fighting in the snow, you get back to LA mm-hmm. as a 60 degree day. What do you think about that one person wearing a winter jacket? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I actually like winter. Uh, it's so fresh, and when you're moving around, it's okay. But um, when it's really cold, I do miss the palm trees a little bit. I, <laughs>
0: <that>. <laughs> I hear that. The one thing I don't miss about the Midwest is walking outside in the winter and having my nostrils mm-hmm. freeze. Um, mm-hmm. That It's it's a whole different kind of party. Once it hits that weather, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cold out.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. It's just cold. It doesn't, <laughs> you don't want to look at the temperature even yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: it's fun so it's okay you freeze a little bit and then they feed you so it's okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) are you just working for food right now is that all you're doing no no
1: no it's not that but i just get happy because you get hot food and then you get warm again so it's okay afterwards
0: (laughs) what is like speaking of food what is norwegian food like
1: oh yeah what is it it's like going to ikea to have dinner
0: Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> so you get like the Swedish meatballs or Norwegian meatballs?
1: Yeah. It's pretty much the same. Okay. But no, we have a lot of like international food too. Of course, pizza, hamburger, taco, whatever. So, yeah. I don't know what's yeah. the region anymore.
0: <laughs> exactly. There's food from everywhere, everywhere. But you mentioned a taco. How does a taco in Norway differ from a taco in Los Angeles?
1: Well, I think every Mexican is going to be so upset now because we eat the hard shell tacos with the lettuce and corn and beef (laughs) and vegetables in it and the sauce. And that's pretty much it. We don't put rice or beans or anything taco-ish in it, It's okay. all wrong, <laughs> but it's very tasty.
0: Um, we were talking just a little bit earlier. Rough segue here, but we're just jumping in. You are currently mm-hmm. writing a script, correct?
1: Yes, I am actually. That's my so first what, script.
0: <laughs> what What is it? Is it like a gentle romance or like? Uh...
1: <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> well, I am writing an action. Uh, drama uh, okay. with the uh, it's gonna be a lot of female cast actually because I really would love to see more female action on the screen and it's it's getting much better these days but when I'm writing it sometimes I hear like well that's a male character kind of thing and I'm like why it can be a woman. She can be mean too, right? <laughs> it's almost <laughs> worse if there's a mean woman, because then you don't know what to do. <laughs> they're so vicious.
0: <laughs> but, so people are telling you that's a man's role, or?
1: Yeah, sometimes they they're like thinking like, oh, but that sounds like a, that should be a man playing that character. I'm like, no, well, well, it could be, but why not a woman? Let's try something different.
0: Yeah, let, let women be evil <laughs> too. <laughs> exactly right. Do you want to play? <laughs> we have do it you it want in us to... somewhere? Do you want to play the evil, uh, the villain role, or do you want to play the hero role in it?
1: Well, I actually would love to play the villain role, but I did write it for me, so I'm gonna be the the good guy this time, I think. Okay. <laughs> but my next plan is uh, villain because I think it's a lot of fun to be evil because I'm so happy usually, you know. You gotta, you know, <laughs> suffer a little bit in life too. <laughs>
0: Exactly, exactly, and I've heard from other actors that the key to playing a good villain is have some part of that character where you feel like you can justify being evil through the mind of the villain, like, where you think you're actually doing the right thing, so it's (laughs) like, no, I I gotta eliminate all these people so we can prosper, you know, but it's for the good of humanity that everybody else must die. Exactly. <laughs> it's just one of those things that stuck with me here and so I was like that makes a lot of sense if you think back to a lot of like the bond villains or even mm-hmm. um yeah the
1: king's man did you see that one yes
0: that was a really good movie <laughs> i i didn't know what to it's think fun. of it going into it but i was like right. okay yeah this is actually cool all right i dig it mm-hmm. even, even saw the exactly. sequel <laughs> <laughs> yes yes
1: <laughs> so fun, but yeah. So I'm thinking like um, action, of course, because I love to do stunts. So then I can just put in whatever stunt I want to do. So it's hopefully it's going to be really good. I'm very excited about it.
0: <laughs> very cool. So yeah. with the action movies coming out recently, like uh, say Wonder Woman and uh, coming up uh, okay. Captain Marvel, which is a female character for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, is that inspiring you to write at all or is that like helping inspire to get this story out or were you starting this before they even came, before those movies even came out?
1: Uh, a little bit before but I I was inspired anyway, especially Wonder Woman was such a great film and uh, it was so fun to see that they could uh, make her such a strong personality and I don't know, I just really liked uh, how she was playing, uh, oh, I forgot her name. I feel so bad. <laughs> but then,
0: Gal did that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How she was portraying Wonder Woman because I thought it was just fantastic. Yeah. So it was absolutely inspiring to see, like, yeah, it's possible and it's becoming more popular even. So it's going to be easier to for us coming afterwards, you know, to create something
0: like that yeah definitely i'd never heard of gal before that but then it's like wow she's a badass <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: i know right That's so
0: cool <laughs> i i don't know if this is true but like uh, one of the people i interviewed told me that like he was actually from where she's from told me that she actually helped train the troops like in the army I'm um, really? fighting so she's like a legit yeah. badass yeah. if if that's true i could just be spreading yeah. rumors and all that fun stuff <laughs> i can but...
1: totally picture her doing bad. that, that yeah. seems like her
0: <laughs> that was actually a really good role. That, actually, I have to say that's probably one of the best DC movies that have come out in mm-hmm. a long time. We'll see. Oh yeah. I, I almost think Captain Marvel is uh, Marvel's answer to Wonder Woman, so we'll have to see how mm-hmm. that turns out. See if yeah, there's
1: absolutely
0: any cool <laughs> stunts.
1: <laughs> I'm always looking for a cool stunt, so <laughs> I will definitely be watching that film.
0: <laughs> right on, right on. So you also do a wild west show right where is that at
1: sweden actually so it's a neighbor country to norway so and it's so funny to be living in america but having to go to sweden to do wild west
0: i was just (laughs) gonna ask if it was american wild west or if it was like a sweden wild west if there was something different but it's an american wild west in sweden huh
1: yes exactly so it's pretty cool. It was—it's uh, a theme park, and it's for kids mostly, or people who are in love with the Wild West culture, of course. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they have a lot of different like buildings and old, you know, Wild West cities and streets, and and then they have a Lucky Luke show.
0: A what the show? The Dalton
1: Brothers. Lucky Luke.
0: Lucky it's Luke. It's a
1: cartoon. I think it's a French cartoon. It's a cowboy, uh, who's very lucky all the time. It's very popular over in, the, in the Europe, so I think that's why they,
0: okay. they have him there.
1: But, uh, <laughs> uh, but I was in the Wild West stunt show and uh, the director writes the script every year with the different characters and it happens on the uh, street. In some town, and it's it's of course the band. It's coming to to rob them, and how it goes.
0: <laughs> Please tell me sometime in the in the Wild West show. There's a line: "This town ain't big enough for the two of us," or of something course. along those. And <laughs> it, it has to be there for a Wild West show. <laughs> yes, it does.
1: It's a mandatory, right?
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be it wouldn't be complete without it.
1: <laughs> of course but it's so true.
0: <laughs> so what <laughs> what character so do you play in uh, the Wild West show?
1: Um, I was one of the bandits that I was uh, Laura bullion. And it's fun because they take real names from the um, from the Wild West like Annie Oakley and Black Bart. Uh yeah, I don't remember all but so like they Calamity use
0: Jane people. and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, Sundance Kid and you know Billy Billy Kid. And so they actually use real characters, but they just put them into a bit of a different situation depending on the script. Yeah, it's cool. So it's it's all, you know, shooting revolvers all day and falling <laughs> off houses and riding horses and being dragged in the sand by horses. Different, you know, stuff. A lot of fun.
0: <laughs> different stuff. Just an, a normal too. normal day at the office getting dragged across a field yeah. by a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Alright. So, you go from playing the Wild West character in Sweden, and when you're actually in the Wild West, you did something for Halloween that was pretty cool. Uh, Something with WB. What was your Halloween thing?
1: Oh, that was so much fun. It was a horror made here. It's a very new um, horror event that Warner Brothers is uh, hosting. And they, it's kind of part of the studio tour that they have there. Uh, but they also put up uh, different mazes and stuff like that, like The Conjuring, uh, Arkham Asylum, The Exorcist, Crystal Lake. Uh, so it's all based from their films, of course. So just went to the audition and they were like, you're going to be a witch. And I was like, okay. And then you just go around and... <laughs> scare the casting director
0: (laughs) do you have a good witch's laugh
1: yeah I think so
0: (laughs) (laughs) there you go there you go
1: something like that But that was more of the comedic one, I think, because I'm a bit too happy now.
0: (laughs) You (laughs) got to channel that. You got to channel that witchiness.
1: You got to channel Stand around
0: a cauldron for a few hours, (laughs) like chanting spells. You're a method actor.
1: (laughs) You got to be, right? (laughs) No, but it's so fun because uh, in the um, different mazes, because they put me in a lot of different places, because they were like, yeah, we can use you here and here and here. So I was a lot in the the conjuring house. And for people who have seen that film, it's pretty freaky. (laughs) I don't really watch horror films because I like not to be scared of the dark. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) to play a character, that was okay, though, because then I got to be the scary one. So it was so much fun. And uh, I think the guests really liked it, too, because they were so freaked out sometimes. They just fell to the ground
0: right very cool From very, scared right.
1: so yeah it's been no, it's, it's been a
0: while since I've been to like a good haunted house or haunted maze so right I, mm. it's I, that'd be something fun to do um
1: yeah uh, I think so and this one is a bit different because it's more it's uh, made for less people at the time so you don't like pace through. And try to get out as fast as possible like uh, every other maze you actually get a, a guided tour and they talk about the house and stuff and then scary stuff happens in there so it's more like uh impersonal okay. so it gets extra <laughs> freaky i think for the guests because they feel like they can't really like move on until like it's okay and they get just yeah so much stuff happening
0: well, that's um, kind of cool yeah. so is yeah. a tour guide kind of like incorporated into the haunted house like or is he just yep, like straight up absolutely. tour guide or like does he I, like play a role or yeah she...
1: usually they, they pre- play roles so sometimes uh they're like those people who who have the sixth sense and they see like dead people and stuff and then they go into houses and try mediums. to like fix it mediums thank you <laughs> i've been in norway too long now so all the words <laughs> are flipping out of my head
0: and it's <laughs> all right. Away. Your English is a lot better than my Norwegian, <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, they're so funny. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so they they can play mediums and stuff like that. Uh, or just priests or priestess in the Arkham Asylum. You have, like, uh, I think it's more you can walk around yourself and then you just see all the characters from the, the Batman universe. So that's more like on your own So. It's still different, so that's why it's fun. Yeah, if nothing is the same, and then you have the Crystal Lake and uh, Freddy Krueger and uh, yeah, Jason up there, and then you just walk around in like the jungle part of the Warner Brothers spot. and. You're pretty much on your own outside, and then serial killers come and scare you. So I think it's pretty freaky.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. That'd that be actually pretty mm. awesome. I'll have to get down to LA maybe and check that out. <laughs> Are you doing that again yeah. this year?
1: Hopefully, I will. I'm absolutely going to the audition for sure, so I hope they will pick me again.
0: <laughs> All right. I hope so, too. Maybe maybe I'll Thank be you. wandering through, and uh, you can scare the crap out of me or something. Oh, I will. <laughs> 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 All right. So, um, what advice would you say that uh, you have for people who are looking to get into either doing stunt work or acting work? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think the most important thing is to be very uh, be- positive and and kind to everybody you meet because it takes you so far if you're always. Nice to people, they will be nice to you back, then if they're not nice to you, then just be even nicer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the whole kill them yeah. with kindness thing,
1: exactly. No, I really mean because and. You've you come so far with it, and I have gotten so many jobs because people think like, oh, you're so nice, I like you, let's work together. And that really gets you You
0: know, that sounds really simple, but is. I've actually heard a lot of people say that. Like, basically, mm-hmm. be nice or at least don't be a dick, mm-hmm. and it will get you a long way. Obviously, you need talent, but nobody course, wants yeah. to work with somebody <laughs> that they can't get along with. <laughs> That's true.
1: That is true. And that's why you should also um, always practice your craft. So if you're acting, you should take classes and work on your acting skills. And when you do stunts, you should go and find a place to train with people who know what they're doing. Uh, Like me, I go to stunts in motion still with the teachers I have there because uh, I can always learn something new and it's always good to work on your basics as well. So it's just good to, to keep practicing. So you're always fresh and ready. So if you get an audition, you don't have to panic and think, oh, I have to learn this now because I don't know how to do it. You you already know. So you can be more confident in the audition room.
0: What is the craziest stunt that you have done (laughs) Just like that you can't even believe (laughs) that you did?
1: I think it must be a high fall I did from a balcony. And it was like into the crowd, like the audience. So they were just right there and my pad was like in the middle and I was just hoping that nobody put their stuff on my pad. (laughs) (laughs) So I would land on it. So that was a bit crazy because it wasn't as controlled as, you know, a a set, film set environment or something like that. And it was uh, eight feet, so not too high, but still like a decent height to fall, I think in the middle of a lot of people who gets a bit shocked when there's somebody, oh, somebody fell <laughs> right it, there.
0: <laughs> is there kind of like a coveted stunt or like a, like the Holy grail of stunts that, you know, like one day I will get this stunt.
1: Oh yeah. I have one.
0: <laughs> what, what What is that stunt?
1: I would love, this is going to be in one of my, my scripts in the future after this one is going to be a success right so then next time
0: <laughs> yes of course I'm gonna,
1: of course <laughs> i want to hang um underneath a small plane by my hands so it takes off and i'm hanging there and then i want to let go and drop uh into like a barn or something
0: like would it require a parachute or would it um
1: free fall so 50 meters i don't know that's
0: uh... a free fall okay 50 meters that's a that's like 55 yards something like that yeah so, so that's over 150 feet
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's my dream and then into a barn or something uh of course that it needs to be rigged for this stunt but so it's going to look like super dramatic
0: that that'd be pretty awesome i have to admit
1: right yeah and i would love to have like some glass or something, because my favorite stunts are always with glass, because I think it's so beautiful when it breaks and splashes, like water, I know, and it looks so dramatic, so, yeah, I have to combine it somehow, like, uh, maybe it's going to be, like, a... uh,
0: Fall through the roof of, like, a greenhouse.
1: Greenhouse, yes, thank you. You're good with words, and I keep forgetting.
0: (laughs) It's all right, I'm here to help, I'm here to help. (laughs) Thank
1: you, it's so nice. (laughs) should have a dictionary here, but you're you're better so that's perfect.
0: And, you know I, I try I try. don't don't ask me any Norwegian words because I,
1: I... I'll, I'll try not to.
0: How do you say that's in Norwegian? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So as an actress and stunt woman, what are you doing mm-hmm. to promote yourself, either to casting directors or to the public?
1: Well, I have my own webpage as a stuntwoman, at least, so I try to uh, put it out there, of course, so people can find it. And then I have business cards, and I try to connect with people more personally, of course, going to events and meeting people. I think that's very important because. This industry is all about the the people you know, actually. And yeah. I think that goes for a lot of industries, but especially the sh- uh, show business, I think. So it's good to be out there and meet and greet people. I think it's hard because it's not very Norwegian to go out and promote yourself. You're very <laughs> supposed to stay at home and be humble and not think you're better than
0: anybody you know I was (laughs) watching something I don't know if it was with uh, Anthony Bourdain but I'm trying to think of the name of the restaurant but it's like Mm supposed one of the like the world's top restaurants and he's talking Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like you know hard to do this because a lot of times Norwegian people will want to put you back in check and you're supposed to be kind of just one of the people right is that kind of the attitude that is in Norway like you don't want to be the show off you want to like it's better to blend in than to stick out
1: exactly we even have a written rule called the yante rules which says that you shouldn't think you're better than anybody you shouldn't stand out and it's like a lot of rules like that and it sucks but it's only written because for fun because that's actually like the culture somehow it's like that so <laughs> <laughs> it's very different distra- different to come to America and be like, "Look at me. Look how good I am at this." And then I get so uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it does it feel like foreign to you to have to promote yourself then?
1: Yes, it does. But uh I still think wherever you are in whichever country when you're doing acting and stunts, then you you do have to promote yourself because you do have to chase the the jobs. <laughs> so people have to know about you.
0: Very interesting. So, it it does feel weird for you, like when you have to like step out of like your Janta rule. I probably slaughtered that. I told you you're better at Norwegian than I am. Um, <laughs> but uh, have to step out of that rule and be the person sticking out. So, like, what is it <laughs> that pushes you through to do that? No, know, just knowing you have to promote yourself, or has it become more comfortable to you?
1: Um not really. It's just uh I try to do it in a more humble way maybe. Okay. So it doesn't get so uncomfortable for me but uh yeah. so I just put on some good acting, pretend I'm super comfortable with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's There the... you go. So one of the benefits of being an actress, acting oh, like yeah. you're comfortable. Oh, yeah. Fake
1: it till you make it, right?
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So that's important, though, being able to fake it till you make it sometimes, or at least until mm-hmm. you're comfortable with it so you can make it. And mm. now, like, what would you say would be a highlight or two that you've had along your, along your acting slash stunt career?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think um, for the acting, I think uh, actually one commercial I did uh, in L.A. And it was with a, actually a Norwegian crew who came to L.A. to film because they needed some summer. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was winter in Norway when they were filming. Uh, and it was a barbecue commercial and it, it, I was working with a very famous actor and he was actually directing it. And he is, his name is Axel Henny and he was playing in The the Martian and a lot of like Hollywood films and it was so fun to be directed by him and I felt like I learned so much during those days and then that commercial was actually awarded no not awarded nominated now in Norway for uh, commercial awards like in like the Oscars or Golden Globe in but okay. in Norway for commercials it's, Actually, a pretty big deal for our little country. So that was really fun to have been a part of creating something that meant, like, uh, people loved it so much it was nominated. (laughs) And it's a commercial. People hate commercials, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, typically. Typically, yes. Occasionally, there's the one that's funny or something like that. What what was the commercial for?
1: It was for um, a a grocery store, like... uh, they were selling um, barbecue food because it's very popular to barbecue during the summer in Norway. So it was uh, it was a really fun twist about it. So it was it was it was really fun to be to be filming it and to see it when it was out. So yeah, that
0: very was cool. cool. Very cool. So
1: I think my stunt highlight was um, a film I did with uh, Antonio City and it's called Bloody Luck, and. Um, I was doing uh, some cool stunts in it and it was um, it was my first uh, glass stunt and that's how I got hooked and uh, I kicked <laughs> into a glass table that we constructed so it would break perfectly and I thought it was so cool I just flying into the glass and uh, after that I was like this is this is gonna be my life forever I love it so much <laughs> and it was <laughs> It was fun because that film was premiered in the Cannes Film Festival in France. So it was like also like a little success story. And it was really, really fun because it was one of the first things that we did together as well. And uh, that it was so successful right away. So it gave me hope for the future.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. So that's <laughs> where you got your love for crashing through glass at, huh?
1: Absolutely. I have a little scar to remember it by on my elbow. It was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) One of the takes, I fall and then I accidentally put my elbow out a little bit. So I got cut in my Um. elbow. And uh, Antonio was filming this and then he kind of fell with me on the floor. So he was doing some stunts too, even though he was filming. (laughs) (laughs) And then he sees the cut and he was like, oh, wow our makeup artist is so great. That cut looks so real. And I was laughing. I was like, no, I actually cut myself. He's like, what? No, no, no. Like the one on your elbow. It looks so good. I was like, yeah, I did cut myself. (laughs) (laughs) But it's okay. We just wrapped it up and then I did it again after that.
0: Was that Uh, uh, prop glass?
1: We used tempered glass, actually. We wanted to use the sugar glass one, but uh, we figured that it was going to be better with the Tempered glass—it needed to to break in a bit different way, bigger pieces actually for the camera. But yeah, it was really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds like it. Like now that you've got the breaking glass addiction, uh, do you ever just walk <laughs> down the street and be like, "Oh, that window looks like it'd be fun to jump through"? Uh... Yeah, I do. <laughs> You do? And
1: sometimes I tell my friends and they're like, You're just crazy. Why would you think that? Like, don't you see it? It's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot
0: of glass. I could just fly through there so easily.
1: (laughs) And then slow motion too though. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. And with Hollywood it happened like four times. Like see you break from a different angle. Yeah, so you break exactly. from another angle <laughs> with an explosion.
1: <laughs> I like how you're thinking.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, and, I have that all playing through my mind that whole time. So mm-hmm. my mind works like that. It's weird sometimes. It does. That's perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you. Now, with the highlights, what was like one major obstacle that you had to overcome in order to get into where you are today? Oh,
1: I think... The biggest obstacle was when I was done with the acting school and I had a bachelor and then I, uh, you, you do learn a little bit about the industry in acting school, but you don't understand how much of a struggle it is to land a job. So it was really hard to just be on your own. You don't have a schedule or any place really to go every day and you have to just create your own every day because, People they have into five jobs, right? You go to job, you go to your job, and then you come home, and then you have your hobby or whatever. But when you do acting or stunts as a freelancer, your day is not scheduled out, and sometimes you don't know what to do for a couple of weeks or months. Sometimes, so just to figure out how to land the jobs and make it happen regularly, that was a very big obstacle to get over, (laughs) yeah. But uh, as soon as you kind of crack that code that you you have to keep busy, even though you're not working one day, you're working because you're looking for your next job where you're working on your demo reel or resume or something like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes a Mm -hmm. lot of sense right there. Um, Like going from the structured environment of a school Mm -hmm. where you're going, okay, you have to be here at 2.30 every day or something like that for Mm -hmm. um, glass breaking class or (laughs) something like that. So you don't cut your elbow. (laughs) <laughs> um you go from having that structure to being like okay you're free go find something and you don't have that normal nine to five to go to every day so you kind of have to forge your own way and hold yourself mm-hmm. accountable correct Is that kind of yeah. what you're saying
1: absolutely yeah <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah, that is really good advice and uh, something that a lot of people should have in mind as mm-hmm. they are looking to take that next step. Absolutely. Even though you're not working, being paid for it, you need to be working, seeking it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. This could be an interesting question for you, or an interesting answer to this question. When somebody comes and sees you perform, whether it's your play in the snow while you're sword fighting and doing stunts, or one of your other uh, stunt gigs or acting gigs, what is it that you want them to take away and remember about your performance?
1: Oh, I, I want them to, to think it looks absolutely terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, in this show I'm doing right now, I get dragged after a horse and they tie up out my hands and then they drag me around and I crash into a tree and a little bit, like, stuff like that. And I just want them to feel the pain that my character is going through, even though I'm not feeling any pain because I'm protected and it's okay. But that they can, like, uh, feel how terrifying this is. Okay. It's hard to explain. <laughs> No, but I want to to wow people and make them go, you yeah. know, oh my god, <laughs> that looks so painful. <laughs>
0: i hear you i hear you and there's that feeling i think i think i get what you're saying like Mm -hmm. if you're watching a show and this is a little bit different but kind of the same and somebody's being Mm -hmm. tortured and it shows them like shoving like things underneath their fingernails to torture Mm -hmm. them you feel that pain you're like ah that kind of hurts so when you're being dragged by the horse and hit that tree like people like oh god that getting hit by a tree or Mm -hmm. getting dragged by a horse and hold into a tree. That would really hurt a little bit. Make them cringe a exactly. little bit.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I hope that it's going to get a little effect on people.
0: <laughs> you you basically mm. just want to make people cringe. I see. I see how it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that or laugh.
0: <laughs> cringe or laugh. All right. That's cringe that, or laugh. That's My respectable. Yeah, so you you actually get pulled into a tree through the are you getting dragged through the snow into to a tree by a horse? Is that how it is?
1: Yeah, so it's like I get dragged across the stage and then they go around and there's a couple of trees there and in the in the turn I roll a little bit so I can like hit the tree with my back and then so and then I roll the other way so it looks like I really get crashed into it but it's it's just me okay <laughs> rolling. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it, I think it's a pretty cool effect because they're supposed to torture my character. So it looks a bit nasty.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just be- being being drunk through the snow could be kind of fun, but it also could in, mm-hmm. like result in snow in places you don't want it. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The neck. Always. Yeah. Lots of snow in there.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all that's always fun.
1: <laughs> that's just part yeah. of the job.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll you'll warm up. Cold's temporary. Yeah, No. know. <laughs> that's all true. So, Rainhill, it's been great talking to you today. Um, Thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course, of course. It's been been a blast. Uh, Too bad I don't have a glass-shattering sound effect right now, so I just hit (laughs) that over and over again. Uh, But never know. Maybe by the time this comes out, I'll have something. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I I have (laughs) one final question for you. Before I get mm-hmm. to that question, where can people find you online? Uh, what's your corner of the internet?
1: Well, my my webpage is www.rainhill.biz. And uh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> my name is Raginhiko with the CO at the end instead of the regular spelling because it was taken. Okay. <laughs> so there. You can find me. I'm not much of a Twitter person, so it's all on Instagram.
0: All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, I'll, I'll include those in the uh, show notes for the show so people can uh, get a hold of you there. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Of course. I do have that one final question for you uh, mm-hmm. before I let you out of here today, though. Sure, sure. All right. Rainhill Bjorga, how do you live mm-hmm. uncontained?
1: I... Uh live every day as it's my last pretty much <laughs> you're gonna have some fun and laugh
0: <laughs> all right sounds sounds good you know live every day as your last looking for windows to jump through <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> and if you find one then go for it
0: <laughs> exactly don't be afraid to shatter it um exactly. all right so i have that one final thing for you to do And that is uh, sign off the show. Will you do me the honor of signing off the show tonight?
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Hi, my name is Rainhill Bjorge, and I live Uncontained.
0: And that does it for another episode of Uncontained. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Rainhill for joining me, along with a big thank you to Antonio CT for uh, helping hook this interview up. If you enjoyed this interview, please please share it with a friend um, hit that subscribe button in whatever uh, podcast player you are listening to the show in right now It definitely helps helps other people find out about the show and uh, yeah the word of mouth is actually very powerful you don't know you don't know the power that you contain just by telling a friend to listen yes enough of the self promotion i need to practice the the yenta law uh, of norway and you know just be combine it with buddhism or something i don't know i have more shows lined up for you that i know you will enjoy so hit that magic subscribe button but until then please please live Uncontained.